Hey, welcome to the club. Before we begin, I'd like to introduce our podcast and explain what we do. We will go over mysterious and unsolved cases, a bit of the paranormal, and of course, conspiracies. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast provider. Also, a new episode of The Cloak comes out every Monday. So don't forget to join the conversation on Facebook forward slash The Cloaked Podcast and catch us on Twitter at The Cloaked underscore. And don't forget to like and rate us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. And now on with the show. That was that was pretty interesting. Um, what's what's his full name? Julian. Julian Assange, Assange right? Yeah. I always want to call him Julius Assange, but uh, Julian Assange uh, got arrested. Yeah. Um, what was it like? A couple of days ago now. Yeah. For you guys, it may be a week now, more than a week. Uh, so he got arrested. He was in the embassy in the UK. Uh, embassy of who? Whose embassy was he in? Uh, it was some Latin American country, I think. Yeah, um, um, I forget. But they, uh, the U.S. decided to uh, go in there. I guess they got the permission from the embassy to go in and drag him out. So if any of y'all guys saw the video, he gets dragged out and he's saying something. Was he in London? Yes, he was in London. He was in an embassy in London uh, that's a Latin American embassy. Oh, I see. Um, I want to say it's Nicaragua. Ecuadorian. Ecuadorian, okay. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, so they dragged him out. He was saying, I don't know who he was saying. I didn't, I didn't get to read or refollow on that. Uh, what he was, he was making a statement. But pe- many people have been saying. I've been reading a lot of the forums. Uh, apparently, there was something else that was going to come out, and so the U.S. decided to get him before that. I don't know. This is a bit of a conspiracy and a bit of a stretch. Uh, without any of us having any other information, it makes it kind of difficult for anyone to really indicate if, in fact, he had something else that was incriminating so to speak uh, for the US or for any other countries that this information that was going to come out so who knows what kind of information he would have had uh, there, I mean it, it's, a, it's a debate right now there's a lot of conspiracies being thrown out there from a lot of conspiracy theorists uh, anything from uh, collusion actual collusion information uh, information about Trump's actual tax returns mm-hmm. or his tax information um, and espionage who knows like a lot of things are being thrown out there because who he is and because of WikiLeaks and all that and being notorious with a lot of information that may be damaging yeah. usually it's damaging to a lot of the big countries but again it's very damaging uh, to countries and foreign states right so with that being said, I mean, that's uh, one of the biggest news that's come out um, uh, with uh, today. Uh, nothing else has come out of the, the, the volcano from Mexico. Oh, it yeah. still continues to erupt a couple of days ago, now now being a week for you guys. Uh, but it had another a, a spontaneous eruption. Uh, so it, it's, it's an ongoing thing. People are keeping an eye on it. And hopefully it... And hopefully nothing happens, you know, because there's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. The end times. I mean, a lot of you know, Mm -hmm. you can see in many ways. If you're religious, I'm not. It's just scientifically reclined, and I just think that it. There's a good chance it might go back to dormant. So, who knows? It may. It may have a gas bubble. You know, had a little fart, (laughs) so to speak. But I mean, again, I'm not. I'm not a geologist. Scientific fact. I'm not. I'm not. Actually, have people. Is that what it is? Yeah, volcanoes. Yeah. Um, again, uh, one of my one of my colleagues, he, his dad is down there in Mexico. He oh, okay. he's one of the people that one of the many people that are looking into the volcano. Uh, so 
you know, every time I get to talk to him, I get to ask him, hey, you know, do you know anything that's going on? They just keep an eye on it for now. Uh, but for the main topic for today, we have a very interesting topic. Uh, many of y'all have seen the documentary and know about this gentleman, Bob Lazar. Uh, very well known in the UFO community. Uh, big name. I mean, with, you know, you see his name and a lot of people immediately know what's it tied what, to. Like, what's what it tied it? to automatically. Yeah. It's equal to aliens. His name is... Oh, yeah. It's, it's, and it's like an for, equation. Bob Lazar equals everything. Equals a, alien, a, UFOs, yeah. fucking Area 51, you know, all these uh, companies. S4. that Yeah, exactly. And so, we're just going to deep dive into it. Uh, last year, there was a documentary mm-hmm. about uh, Bob Lazar and what it was about, what information he had. Uh, a lot of people were anticipate, anticipating this documentary to release more information. Mm-hmm. Um I saw the documentary, Pandora. I know you saw the documentary. Mm-hmm. I uh, saw so you it. saw parts of uh, mm-hmm. the documentary, and so um, Pandora, what did, what did you think of the documentary overall? I mean, you're f- fairly new to Bob Lazar, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like that's I've heard of him before, but I haven't really like seen too much of his story, right? Um, I don't know. It's pretty interesting because everything that he is saying, it's kind of like. When he spoke out about it, it was like before his time, right? Right. For like Ahead of his talking time. about element fifteen or one fifteen. Right. Gravity and boosters. Gravity right? boosters. Just the tech, the technology that he was involved involved with, with and and giving everyone else an, uh, information about, um, seemed to be interesting. Yeah, he is connected to a lot of this technology that you know was, you know, it's it's. It, it's still considered ahead of its time, but at the same time, with all the information that he was throwing out, uh, kind of definitely solidified a lot of the ufologist information um, and everything from where he. So, those people who don't know about Bob the Bazaar, he was prolific in the UFO community and getting that information out to everyone. So, what this means is that by him coming out, from that world and saying, hey, this exists, this is real, I worked on this, I did this, I did that. And then um, by him coming out of the shadows after saying this information, uh, kind of put him in the crosshairs. And so he got discredited. Um, As soon as he came out and said, hey, this Area 51, this is S4, this is kind of the technology that's being given by the extraterrestrials. Back engineering, uh, engineering, there's nine UFOs that they have there. Uh, There's even, uh, at one point he said that he, uh, what he saw, and he doesn't think it was an alien that was working there. Well, no, he saw, as he was passing a hall, he saw a glimpse of something a less than a split second of something in long arms would seem to be communicating with two individuals in oh, some kind of like shit. hazmat suits. Damn. So he says this in the documentary. He said this before in other documentaries and other interviews that he saw this as he was passing. Pandora, you heard in the documentary as he was saying the statement. What did you think uh, as he said that? Like, did you, do you think he was talking about he himself doesn't think it was an alien, but what do you think? That part was weird because he says he thought he saw like a a figure, right? Yes. But he doesn't think it was like an actual live thing. Yeah, he like a he doll doesn't or think it was. He he thinks it was some kind of robotic doll of some sort. Maybe it, the, what they were moving around in this box setting, so to speak, 
was probably a doll. Could sitting. it be a dummy, like a test maybe dummy? Maybe it was a test dummy. Um, but I mean, many people think that maybe no, they think that maybe he saw an actual alien and they were just communicating with them through these hazmat suits because radiation or whatever. Being exposed to this material could pretty much instantly kill you. So. I mean, maybe they're just taking no risks. I mean, why would you? I mean, they're. I mean. Because even if it was like not an alien, but if it was like a dummy that right. had been exposed, I mean, why would you expose yourself then to that? I mean, for the sake of science and reverse I mean, these guys are getting paid a lot of money. Yeah, but to, that's why they're in the hazmat suit. So I'm saying. Right. Oh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of a. I mean, that's kind of a thing, right? It's kind of like him being put in this position. But. Uh, again, I mean, you, we're going back to the, you know, looking at this documentary takes you back to the 80s when he came out. Um, I obviously wasn't there at that time to see this interview, uh, but, you know, only only into like recent times since I got into UFOs. But uh, you look at his interview back with the Las Vegas TV station, KLAS. Uh, when he first came out under the name Dennis mm-hmm. uh, and talked about him being employed at this S-4 facility, uh, which uh, was under the U.S. Air Force at the time. So, again, this was uh, one of the places where he talks about, hey, look, I interviewed for this. I didn't think I qualified, but I went through the process. And as soon as I was getting hired and all the hiring process was happening uh, in the back end, they gave him documents where he went and reviewed and started ca- playing catch up yeah. uh, with all all the stuff that was happening. All the research, trying all the to get documentation. Yeah, exactly, because yeah, he was but, new to the project. Yeah, he was new to the project. Exactly, and, and they, they wanted him to um, to figure out this shit, right? Right. Like, yeah. We have this technology. We found it. Yeah. And supposedly came from Zeta Reticuli, right? Like the, the, that's where like. That's where these aliens exist, right? right? And for some reason, they came all the way to Earth. And I don't know how many light years that star system is, but they came over... 10,000. 10,000 light, 10, light years away. It's, uh, they're the part of the great aliens orbiting a twin binary star system. Yeah, that's a reticulate. Yeah. So keep in mind, that's light years, right? right. So they didn't take 10,000. They probably had some other technology to get them. They, they what? You know, um, they... They went on a mission for 10,000 years to get yeah. No, I no. think it has... They, they Obviously, if they're being... If your te- technology is so far advanced yeah. that you get to a place that's 10,000 light years away, you're working with something that's far beyond human comprehension. So sure. I'm, I'm talking about... They probably have uh, like a Stargate... Yeah, war, war, something war, like a wormhole or something where they can... I mean, I don't know if you guys understand when, when it's a Stargate. Uh, you, you, a lot of people... Just think about like the movie or the, the TV series Stargate. It's a, literally like a system where you're able to either A, dial, or B, it automatically finds into the area that the other wormhole is already indicated at. So yeah, okay. if you go through that wormhole, it's going to point you through this other star system. Yeah. If you go through that other wormhole, it's going to take you to that other system. So it it, it it could be either or. I mean, they either have figured out that by them traveling so many times that if you go through here, it takes you there, or yeah. if it's a, it's a there's like thing. a highway system. And yeah, like a highway system. They built it, or they it's been there. It they they somehow have figured it out, and which is pretty interesting. And so as the documentary continues, 
uh, he talks about what he's currently doing, what's been happening, um, everything from him going on and moving forward into him trying to prove, uh, well, I mean, in, in a sense, he's no longer really trying to prove. No, I think uh, everybody believes in that. Yeah, at this point, most people have believe him, especially when people start going uh, through his, the information that he's given. Mm-hmm. At some point, they show him, and something that he talked about in other interviews was this hand thing, right? He oh, yeah. He talks about this handprint the, thing. Where you decide the width of your bones or whatever. Yes. Right? And so that was um, how they knew who accessed certain areas within the facility. Right. As for, is that they had this machine that you put your hand on, mm-hmm. and they can measure, okay, well, it's like almost like a fingerprint machine, but it's like measuring the uh, width of your bones. Yeah. And they know, I'm like, not everybody's hands are the same. The so same, they knew, exactly. oh, that motherfucker with the big hands. Yeah, the motherfucker with the big hands. So that's, that's, <laughs> how, they, that's how they would log yeah. um, accessibility, right? For right. employees, like, who logged that? Well, the guy with... Point four five inches of bone width. Yeah, that's He's got so that. So. Oh, it's uh, it's a white owl. Oh, God damn that white owl. He's, yeah, <laughs> He's trying to steal our technology. <laughs> yeah, and so that by by him in an interview so long ago uh, saying that this technology existed in order to get into the facility, mm-hmm. and then a few years ago this picture surfaces. Oh yeah, that matches his description of what he said. That they had, and but this is years ago. This technology, this is the years ago, this is decades ago. Yeah. So it probably existed even beyond, even before the interview occurred, right? Right. Um, and they were saying they were developing it probably since what the forties or the thirties. Who knows, right? He just got there when he got there. When right? he got there, and they he already had, had the technology. They already had this, yeah. And they've been developing it because apparently there there were already ships built yeah. and being tested, right? And so they, I guess, they hired him to. Um, research it and see if they can make it more efficient mm-hmm. because they understood the technology but they couldn't duplicate it in a sense right, right. it wasn't exactly the same so they were trying to refine it and refine it and right. happened to get this Bob Lazar guy yeah. supposedly coming from MIT he's got a a master's in physics and a master's in electronics right, right. So that's supposedly where they got him yeah it worked I think he uh, I want to say he also worked at uh, Pierce Junior College um a lot of places, Caltech, big one. Yeah. Everybody knows Caltech. We've talked about it before in other uh, episodes. Uh, yeah, and so you end up working at Los Alamos, which is uh, there. There's so many facilities and so many contracts, so many government contracts, so many private corporations that work there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we talk about uh, Boeing working there. Um, places like um, I think this is more California, but Skunk Works. Um, I think they used to have a facility under a different name. Uh, so there's a lot of places, a lot of companies, you say, a lot of companies that work there that are working on government co- contracts, whether it be for weapon, weapon technology, or otherwise. Yeah, that's um, the lab where his name appears in the telephone directory. Yes, yes. but like I'm looking at the like Wikipedia's entry, and right. they list it as oh, it's only because he was a technician for Kirk Meyer, which is an outside contractor. Oh shit. But like that's how everything else yes. goes because that's the one thing where he what, is where still listed. Yes, they can't exactly. do anything about that. Yeah. But everything else he got wiped. Yeah, yeah, they've been wiping his records clean. Oh, there's no proof that he's he been never went to MIT. MIT he never or, did the, but like, or yeah, his degrees like there's because they he was a whistleblower. Yeah. In 1989, they're like, oh, the government's doing this wrong. They're in their friend themselves, not for us. Yeah. And they're developing this technology in the guise of, of 
a secret program. Yeah. And, and they're not letting us... They're not telling us what's really going on. Yeah, exactly. Especially the alien presence. And yeah. They're consulting with them. Exactly. To, to build these fucking spaceships. And the other thing is, they went so far to discredit... This is how... How, That's when you know you're doing something right. Yes. Well, I mean, you think about it. The reach that the government went through know. to discredit this guy, to discredit him completely and in, in, in every way, too. Uh, I mean, like Pandora said, they they have his. Uh, he shows up in a directory where, hey, look, he did work there, and they're you know they have this proof. Uh, he did go to college. Obviously, he's really smart. He has to be. He, he, I mean, for let me let me let me just even go b- way back. When he was a kid, he put a fucking rocket in his fucking bike. A functioning rocket to speed up his bike. How many fucking kids do you know that? That at his, what was it, like 9, 10, 10 years old, is fucking doing that in their fucking garage. I was watching WWF. But yet he's a scientist. Yes. Like, he was already, yeah, yeah. He, he understood science. He was able right. to put a fucking rocket in his bike. Yeah. So he was well beyond like his um, group. Right, uh, uh, his peers, right? His peers are nine-year-olds. Yeah, what are nine-year-olds doing a nine-year-old? They're, like, they're, they're fucking, shit. you know, going Plus around monopoly, so, doing whatever. Yeah, some bullshit games. Uh, they really mean nothing. That's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Monopoly's pretty. Uh... <laughs> well, it's pretty ambitious, right? Uh, but like, you, so then he puts out there. He goes under Dennis. He puts out the information that he's found. That hey, look, the government is doing this. They're working on this. I feel like people should know. Well, you know that, why that, he brought it up, right? He said right. that um, once he left, that he was getting uh, death threats right. from the facility saying, you better not say shit, you're under a gag order, and somebody convinced them to go um, into an interview right. and to spell everything out, because if he did, then they knew that if they did kill him, like, it was all true, and right. so maybe that's why he's not, but that's the reason why he... Um, Right. Wanted to get interviewed. He thought he was going to die. Oh, we're going to take your wife out. We're going to take your family. Yeah, they kind of indicated that, and not just that. They tried to like, I think they tried to erase his memory, or what did they? They tried to do Bro, some they weird to shit. Do everything in the book. They, because he, he, they shot his tire. Yes. Right. So he almost crashed or whatever, and it would have been like a really bad crash. They played mind games with him. Yeah. I, I heard one story that he mentioned in a, in an interview right. where he was so afraid for his life that he carried an Uzi. Right. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. They they showed in the documentary. Him out, and it was pretty fucking cool. Was like, it was pretty cool. Gun, like, it's a fucking legitimate Uzi with the enlarged clip, which means it gives you more ammo as you shoot. And he's just like shooting the fucking desert. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, but uh, but it, it is. It's pretty cool, right? The, I mean, the, what, the the story was that he would he had the Uzi in his car right, just right. in case shit went down. So one time he went to the gym, and he knew already he was being followed, right? So he would go to the gym with his friend. Mm-hmm. And he knew that they were fucking around with him already. Right. And so, when he came back, his door was open. Or all the all the doors were open. The glove compartment where where housed the the Uzi. Where is he? Yeah. They, they put it on his seat. They didn't touch anything. They didn't steal anything. They just been like, motherfucker, we know where we know where you are, and we know how to fucking like just fuck with you. They didn't take the Uzi. They didn't declip it or anything. Yeah. Like, they left it there. Like, hey, they buddy, knew. Hey, hey just let you know this. we're still. Yes. We're still spying on you. Yeah, I'm like, and so they know, bro, but they yeah. can't kill him because he knows too much, and, and you're too much in the and, public and, eye. And, at yes, that point. and like, that's the only. I feel like that's that the would only lend way. more credibility. Yes, exactly. and exactly. and also on t- on top of that, yeah, I feel like yeah. that would be the only way that if you were in the government and you had information, that that would be the only way that to stay alive. 
right? That would be the only way to stay alive is to be so much in the public eye. Yeah. I'm talking about you would have to have like all the social media accounts. But he like go live every so. Huh? He's he's really like avoiding. Yes, he's the he's avoiding. He, he hates it. Yes. He doesn't want to be regarded as his messiah of, of UFOlogy, right? Yeah. Like he just. It's kind of ironic where, it, like, the more he hides, the more recognition the he more gets. The more recognition and more mysterious. And the, and the more you want to know what he knows. Well, it goes to show that he didn't do it to be, like, for that guy. He did it for money. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to be that guy. Yeah, he doesn't. Because some, some fuckers, you know, like David Wilcock and yeah. all the, Grant Hancock, you know, I, those guys are cool. But they actually do for the they money. Be, yeah. Like, they, they that's continue. their bread and butter. Yeah. And this guy doesn't want that. He doesn't yeah. want that exposure. He's like, please get off my lawn. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, leave me alone. No more, I don't want the, no more emails, no more text messages. Don't take no pictures, don't interview. Like, he really didn't want to do this interview, actually. Um, he was really kind of not for it all the way because, you know, he didn't want to add more... Uh, I guess more of a following and being more in the public eye view for what he was doing. And as as you watch the documentary, it's kind of repetitive in a way that you already know because you've stuck to the interviews, you've read his story, you know so much. There's, no, so, there's there, only so much more. There, yes, there, right? there's not a whole lot of wiggle room in the documentary, but, but, but for those who don't know, it's a great documentary to sum it all. In a way that it even brings you up to date on yeah. what he's doing, because right. he has his own lab, he has technicians working for him. Um, he, uh, he, we, what does he do currently? He's the owner of the United Nuclear Scientific Equipment and Supplies. And so, what does that even mean? It means some some fancy chemicals, dude. Right. He's or, a supplier. He's a supplier. A supplier of some kind of like he uh, synthesizes these chemicals. I don't know who he uh, who contracts him to make it. Right. But he's. I mean, he's in deep. Like yes, he's a smart he's, guy. Yeah. Right. Scientific equipment and supplies. Because you see, what whenever you're, whenever they're doing the interviews and they're kind of showing what he does in his lab, he's making some kind of like thing, and I don't know what it is. To me, honestly, <laughs> from like not knowing what he does and seeing him wash out some of the material that he was on that stuff that looked it looked like a round pebbles. They're uh, it looks like a raw source of whatever material is yeah. to be made into whatever format. Um, honestly, that shit looked like blueberries. At first, blueberries? I thought he was washing blueberries. Blueberries. <laughs> yes, that's what it looked like. <laughs> you oh, like blueberries. You I would. like blueberries, of course. But like <laughs> the, the raw materials that he was working with as as he was making them into whatever format that they were, like pellets, Yeah. Um, they look like they look like these blueberries that you would fucking like wash out of a out of, out of a box or whatever. So the actual materials that he sells is yeah. radiation sensors, radioactive ores, non-radioactive elements like pure silicon, yeah. powerful magnets, and other That's scientific what that equipment like. yeah. such as aerogel. Because he, yeah, he, some of the stuff that he was messing with looked like it was like these weird magnetic rocks or did, something. Did they ever mention the, uh, what were we talking about? Yes, they do yeah. definitely mention mention that several times, especially towards the end, because that's pretty much the premises. Huh? The premise of the whole thing. Yeah, that's like, kind of what. He, yeah, they get, hey. that's the foundation of his story. Is that fucking element? Like yeah. everything revolves around. We were talking about before we started the podcast, uh, right? How we're trying to even. We I guess we um who in two thousand and five we were able to synthesize it, but not like the form that we need to. Right, used to make uh, these alien ships mm -hmm. anti-gravitational gravitational yeah. float or whatever. 
right? Yes, because uh, that's the kind of, the, well, that's the end game, right? Essentially, is that that's what they want to have that material essentially stabilize. Stabilize? God damn, that's stabilize. Stabilize. Stable form. Stable because form, they, yes. The reason it's more <laughs> important is that um, there was an analogy, right? Like, right. How, like how were you able to, like, uh, fly these crabs and you didn't understand how? Like, eventually, right. like, say you leave a motorcycle with Bushmen, right? People who never right. seen it. And you leave a key in there and there's gasoline. Eventually, they're going to, you know, turn the key. Turn the they're going to eventually fear. figure it out. Yes. Now, the thing is, they'll be able to run until um, the gasoline is gone. Same right. thing with the alien ship. We were happened. able to fly them only to a certain extent because right. we had a very small amount of the 115. Right. And so they were kind of questioning, well, how were you able to fly it? But he made that analogy, right? Right. Like a, messing around with it enough times, you're going to get it to work. Mm-hmm. But then the fuel is kind of like the, um, the, it was the crux of the issue that right. you only have so much fuel to mess around with. Well, right? he's... He wants it to be like renewable, though, right? Right. Where, to, like, it, and to put it into renewable form, where it comes and it goes through its process, and they're able to recycle that, and, con- and more in a continuous format. He was saying that that element one fifteen, that specific isotope, was one hundred percent efficient, right? Mm-hmm. Like the way the um, he was describing how the um, the craft worked is that they would have a small particle accelerator, and that would shoot a beam. Of particles to that um, element 115, mm-hmm. which would uh, create antimatter. Right. Right? Antimatter is 100% pure energy, mm-hmm. right? When you and so they would use that energy and harness it and essentially power the craft, right? And so if you can get element 115, I think all your energy needs are, are taken care of. Yeah, right? it's like that's interesting because I'm looking like he has this 2005 interview where they're talking about um, like powering cars, mm-hmm. right? Right. And obviously, like now, we have the like, green, green more vehicles, yeah, vehicles. But right. at that time, he said, you know, every major car company is working on a hydrogen system, and mm-hmm. the only difference is they want to sell you a new hydrogen car, sure. and then sell you the hydrogen gas at the hydrogen gas stations. But he's like, we're making a conversion kit where you can use your own car instead of buying the hydrogen, you just basically make it. So he was already kind of going off that concept of like it's renewable or it's oh, like sure. self-generating. Yeah, it's self-generating, but eliminate it will eliminate fuel companies and using water and using solar power generators. Yeah. So, but didn't he develop a vehicle, right? I mean, by now I'm sure he has. I haven't seen anything of it like recently because that's like one of the that's something I'm that sure would, not mass produced, but but that would be something that would kill the automotive industry. Is if you were well, that's able why, to that's another conspiracy. Yeah. But if you make something self-efficient, uh, uh, I mean, you're not going to eat the gas. If you company. do something that takes out an entire industry, like you bet Flag, your ass no, are coming for you. They, yeah. They're going to either make up like a crime, right? Put your ass in jail or kill you or threaten to kill you or your family, mm-hmm. right? Right. Same thing with the Tesla. He had a, electric engines in the 30s already. Yeah. And they knew that it was going to kill the, the whole oil business industry. Right? Yeah. They're like, we can't let this come up. Well, he wanted it. people to have energy just like for free, not like with the electric company. Yeah, you know, that's so what I'm saying. Like, and so I'm imagining we were able to develop electric engines for, you know, it's almost been 100 years since he did that. We would have had flying cars already. Or, yeah. or, or we getting from fossil fuels, we yes, wouldn't be needing we them. We wouldn't be so fucked as we are now. Oh, yeah. We're we wouldn't be fucked. so fucked right now. Uh, I think if we would have gone the route that Tesla and other people have who have come to pass um, at the at their level, we wouldn't have the problems that we have now, as far as weather concerns. Um, I don't think we would have 
we would our technology would have advanced so much. It would have been way different. Yeah. But the corruption and the money, like yeah. they, they, they were standing to lose trillions. And and, and, and I feel just the way as we talked about before when we talked about a parson is yeah. that sometimes you have these fucking people that come around and fucking derail you, and you could have been great at, at something, but because this one fucking asshole comes around, always just gonna derail you from being so far advanced uh, and, and improving and improving. Our way of life. And, and exactly. Well, I feel like they important. are trying to get him because he's had several like legal run-ins. I mean, not right? yes. mentioned the the he's whole been in like court. yeah, because he had kind of trouble for something with prostitution. Yeah, the brothels. Oh, yeah, yeah. He tried to install um, security equipment at brothels. I mean, he's a little dirty, whatever. <laughs> well, no, I was no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was saying. like, hold on, what? Because that sounds really weird, right? But right. like, I was reading into it, and I mean, okay, he may or may not have hired a prostitute, but he was using this local known prostitute to solicit customers so what i think is that he was trying to get blackmail material on people oh, oh. i mean that's oh. so it's a playing a playing a longer game right. because, i like that. it's a long con because what it was is that so what? he met this prostitute they met that. for several hours they talked about ufos he told her that he had a master's degree from two universities uh-huh. oh. and then he helps her in setting up a business or something i don't know if it was prostitution business but that makes sense um, that makes total sense. More Apparently, than as a dirty man. She told him, you know, that when she got arrested, she basically had said that he was involved. Right. But um, they couldn't really prove the prostitution charges against her, but they gave him, like, uh, I guess, like community service and stuff like that. 150 hours community service. There's no evidence to suggest that he might have been using the information for blackmailing purposes, but they had found. Uh, pictures of customers in like a waiting room or whatever but there was no videos of like the the trick rooms or whatever right of them whatever, whatever so i happening. mean but either way like if you get somebody who's somebody and say this is what we got in a photograph right. at this place i mean wouldn't that be good blackmail yeah really good blackmail because yeah. he he was being blackmailed himself right i think he was trying to play the same game and these fuckers are going to play like tricks, he's trying to play, play dirty tricks. with them too right yeah. and so he's in a he's an electrician right so i'm sure he was able to at a brothel, right? So that makes sense, right? Security cameras and brothel, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe him himself, whatever. Maybe he's not that kind of a guy, but you're going to catch him. Well, he hired a, a prostitute and they talked about UFOs for hours. I mean, it sounds like he had other things on the agenda. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking about UFOs. <laughs> I got a big old UFO, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you it hire, around. It's, like, it's like you hire a prostitute and then you put her to work in the field or something. Knows, but, like, <laughs> but maybe she knew like the people who were in there, like the, yeah. like the customers, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right? That so, was his t- ticket in a way to, some other girl. to, hey, look, we have the same interest, but I'm going to need you to get this dude. And they were going to take pictures. I'm going to blackmail him for getting him... To him to get me materials, yeah. to get me information, documents, whatever. And he may have not, you know, recorded whatever happened. He recorded you, uh, he took a picture of you in the waiting room. And that's just enough to scare someone. Yeah. yeah. Hey, even if nothing happened. Just, just leave a photo of that, like, by the person you want to fuck with on the, on, you know, in the front of his door. And like, hey, and that's like, happy birthday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stop fucking around. Because <laughs> yeah. I got more. Yeah. Right. And that's just that, that's enough. Hey, you you don't want to the 
like I can tell your wife next time. Exactly. It could be bad. Yeah. Bad, bad news. And oh yeah. So I'm like maybe that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. But he's gotten in trouble. Like that. That is one. So thing. what else? What else happened? Come on, man. Well, with his <laughs> business, with his business, he got in trouble for because um, remember how I mentioned like the stuff that he makes, right? Like all the different radioactive yeah. type stuff. Um, so he had gotten in trouble for I guess shipping across state lines, which there's probably some regular. And then they also, him and his wife got in trouble for, um, or they got fined, the business got fined like 7500 mm. for violating a law prohibiting the sale of chemicals and components for illegal yes. fireworks. That's bullshit. So it's like they're like looking for like little, little shit here things. and there. Like what for illegal fireworks? Hey, that if you sell the product legitimately, that's like, that's the other person's problem for what they do with it. That's not yours. Well, when, when did he whistleblow? Like, when did he come out and say... 1989. 89, yeah. For that interview. You want to know when the prostitution thing was? 1990. 1990, yeah. So, like, in the beginning, he was probably trying to fight it, right? Right. And then oh, it yeah. didn't work. So. And, and maybe that's when they were fucking around with him even they, more. They tried to get yeah. him for that car he had, too. Bro, it was they, like... I was, I was listening to it, and I'm like, it's ridiculous, these yeah. charges. They don't have enough... They're just like, they're trying to. Uh, they're trying to bother you continuously. Yeah, Here's the thing: they, they can continuously bother because they have the funding, they have the manpower, they have the will, whatever. No lies. They, they have no lies, really. Uh, and they they are able to continuously bother him and put, run him through legal manners and take money from him. He may not be able to handle all that. Uh, yeah, on, on a financial, uh, you know. Uh, on a financial platform, yeah. right? Because what happens when a corporation comes after you? It's over. Because they have millions. You, yeah, they have millions. They have money. They can run you through court or for court or for, and you have to pay all those fees for going to court and having to lawyer up. That's just your time, take, your money, yes. and your well-being. It, it gets destroyed. That, yeah, that gets destroyed. You have to miss work. Yeah, like your your family's gonna get in ruins because I, mean, this, I can't handle it. Exactly. See, that's what. Yeah, that's fucked that's up. What they that's, what, do. that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. But I think Bob was smart enough to be like, "Well, if they're gonna play games, I'm gonna try to play games too." Yeah. Right. So. Um, and then, so then in the documentary, they kind of want to allude, okay, hey, let's let's be real. Do you have? This fucking element. I mean, yeah, they kind of want to know. Hey, like when they're out in the woods, they're out in the woods, <laughs> out of fucking no, no. What is it? No cell phones. They turn the cell phones. Yeah, off. they like do something with the cell. They phone. have a legitimate conversation, and as and they was it as they having the conversation or after that it's the like shit the gets rated. The following day or the something. The following day, the shit gets rated. Yeah. Exactly. They because they, they're like, okay, he has it. Where is it? <laughs> so break it down. You remember what ha- what like what he says and describes there were FBI agents mm-hmm. people in has, hazmat suits he said there was just like so many people at his place it was yeah. a business site yes. right where they raided yeah they said that they came in to something with the computers right they were to looking for like actors. something with like an order it almost an seemed like form. completely yes. unrelated to that but it was like if you're gonna look through like sales or a purchase receipt. records right why are you bringing in like so many freaking just, people from all these agencies? And it was like a complete mm-hmm. raid of right. everything. They had everyone. They separated like, the employees. You know, everybody that was in there. Everybody like, was interviewed. The right. FBI. Dude. Not just that. They, I mean, again, they had people in hazmat suits. They brought in like computer experts, hackers, 
uh, Cambus. They they brought a whole fucking fleet of people. He said there was like the whole street was lined up with vehicles, and the other side of the street was lined up with vehicles. There's agents after agents coming in. When he opened the door to his place, there was an agent like literally right behind him, looking over his shoulder to see he was, that he was opening the door. Um, they they went through all his fucking files. They went through all his shit. Uh, they there wasn't a fucking corner or anything that they couldn't have not overturned. They looked through everything, and they flipped his shit open, man, to see what he had. But if this was about a sales, that something that he sold to a, a third party that may have been doing something suspicious and weird, they could have just called them, or a couple of agents could have shown up, asked for the receipt, that's if this it. was true, because apparently that's what it was about, and gotten that receipt. But did they do that? No. They went in through his shit and flipped everything he had. I think it was, maybe they were convinced that they had the, he had the element. Mm-hmm. It was in hazmat. I mean, maybe they were like, this shit's radioactive. Right. Like, um, you're going to get sick, right? And so apparently, they probably thought he had... He, exactly. Like he that's had the something. only thing that I could think of. Because... His information of what his company does is public. If if that the concern was they uh, any kind anything kind of like radiation materials, yeah. why bring in the hazmats? They had to have thought that he had this material there, and they were going to go in and they're going to find it. So they they're taking no chances with they're, him. They're exactly. like, he might have it. He might like, have. There's a good chance he might have something. I don't know like why that. he would keep it there. All yeah. obvious. But. Why? Why would you think <laughs> he would keep it there? That's he, stupid. Are, he, are you retarded? Day else. one on FBI. Like what? The FBI are retarded, bro. They 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 do things like caveman style. They just yes. they'll overturn everything until they find what they are supposedly looking for. Right. Right. And so they're not efficient in doing their searches. You you, you have to think. This guy went to MIT. He's obviously has a whole fucking lead in front of like ahead of you guys. Yeah. So if you think exactly. he's gonna hide anything that he may have that may oh, be illegal, oh, that's where it was. We're gonna catch him off guard, motherfucker! Like, he's, <laughs> like <laughs> he's been doing this for 40, like thirty years since that interview came out. Yeah. He's already been suspicious of right. government officials. Yeah. So knowing that he, he's probably thinking every day they're probably looking for the one fifteen. Right. So he's gonna hide it somewhere where he's not gonna give it up. Yeah, it's gonna be in Stupid. someone's private land that has no fucking it's connection like to me. It's like in his fridge next to a sandwich. Yeah, like, no. oh, oh, there it is. It's right to foil. I knew it. It's right to foil. I knew it. It's right there. It's the Tupperware. Oh, that's where he had it. Stupid, bro. Like, uh, how stupid are you? Yeah. Couldn't you think, like, oh, this guy's probably hiding it. It's not gonna be in an obvious spot. Yeah. Right? And so he's been hiding things for 30 years right? yeah. I think he's got good of hiding things right? yes. especially that one yeah that exactly if he definitely if that's his only proof to legitimize it, what he's been saying for these fucking years he's not gonna put it anywhere that anyone could just stumble upon or no. find no he's this part- motherfucker probably has like a, a piece of land where he built something that's like Six floors deep, bro, and you, you know, and someone who is completely unrelated to him. Yeah, I, I think maybe somebody else has it, but that yeah. he that's working with him, and it's not near his business. It's not near his house. It's not even probably in the city. It's probably somewhere else. Yeah, and you're looking inside a fucking business for the for the one fifteen. Yeah, like how stupid are you? Like from a scale of one to ten, bro, they're like twenty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Off the charts. Off the charts. Uh, it, I, I don't know. I just think it's so obvious that he doesn't. He just doesn't have it with him. You're not going to find it. You on believe him. he has it? You, I, if I, I think he does have yeah. it. He has. Maybe it's not the same amount that had people thought. Maybe maybe half and maybe a, a third or something. Mm-hmm. But he, I lot. think he has a good amount where all he needs is to find the formula that can bring in that element into a stable form mm-hmm. and boom, publicize that. And that's all he, he I made. have it. This is our energy cures right yeah. here. And, and maybe they, maybe the FBI knows that he's already been able to get into a stabilized form and they're Who afraid knows? that he might sell it to someone, like another country. That That's the only thing that I could think of. Or work that, with another country that, that will allow him to develop it in a positive sense right right Right? like maybe somebody there's some like white angels out there like we're gonna help you lazar but here's the thing here's the biggest problem that bob lazar is gonna run into let's say he has it in a stable form what country is gonna help him this is the thing well i mean (laughs) um where's snowden these days russia right yeah that's the only fucking place you're gonna be able to go because everybody's fucking working with the u.s yeah you know um, look what happened to fucking uh, Assange. You know, the UK had always said that they wouldn't let him go, but, you know, then he had to run to the fucking... What's the embassy he had to run to? For Assange? Yeah. The Ecuadorian? Ecuadorian yeah. embassy for him to be held there for a while, and yes. they ended up getting him. That's what you know, he, he has to go to Russia. That's the only fucking place. He's going to have to go up to fucking Canada and then go through uh, fucking Iceland and then go through fucking Russia. Well, like, if it's he, the only okay, way he's going to If he has to Element 115, do you think he took it from Area 51 when he was doing the reverse engineering? I think that's what it is. Or do you think, think he's just figured out a way to create it? I think he stole that and he's Because if he stole it, then it's a stable version. Most yes, likely. Because it's, it's the one that's, that's not from here. It's not synthesized. That's what I'm right. thinking. They have 500 pounds of that shit, supposedly, right? Right. Um, I don't know. Apparently, they're so mad that he probably has a, a legitimate amount that you can, like, power these vehicles or power whatever you want. Yeah. They were saying even the alien crabs, you can manipulate the gravity boosters mm-hmm. as um, particle beams, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as a weapon. So right. maybe they're worried. I'm like, man, this guy works with the Russians or the Cubans. Like, they're going to get the... I'll hold that material and I don't know why the guns. Cubans but I guess <laughs> <Not at all. laughs> yeah. but when you think about it I mean the Cuban people you've seen what they've done that's to those fucking that's how they're those little classic exactly cars. right no, you see those they, <laughs> they, they, they throw in a washing machine fucking parts into a car engine and they make it work I mean that's yeah. pretty fucking powerful just put it put it on drive for 30 minutes you get a brand new car, <laughs> car. but that's what I'm saying right. I think they're concerned that not just he has element 115 the wrong not that it could yeah. just power these vehicles that it can also be used as a, like a weaponized substance mm-hmm. right they can right. use it to create extraterrestrial guns in a sense right right yeah. and so the, well it's extremely radioactive like the synthesized form that they've made so it's a like a gun like a particle gun a particle gun yes uh, it's the same getting thing getting hit it's, with that what's that is it getting hit with that uh, it's like what antimatter that? gun it's you like, just would you go undone yeah Right, yeah. you and like, some other stuff probably. Like, like, like in the Avengers. That's what <laughs> we get. Like, Iron Man shit. Like, <laughs> oh fuck. No, I think we'll just blow you apart. Blow you apart. Yeah. 
It's it's a it's an atomic weapon, dude. Yeah, like in a, in a, mon- in a molecule kind of way. Yes. Like it would literally disintegrate you. Disintegrate your atoms and maybe yes. what do you what do you feel like when you get disintegrated? Oh, I mean, no. Like it's it's super torture. You know those, yes, those yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they shoot you and, and then you just disintegrate it. Yeah. yeah, something yeah, like that. that. Must suck. Uh, but I mean that's yeah. I mean that's probably what I mean that that that's definitely a fear, but. The way he described the way these UFOs work, oh, yeah. I thought it was amazing. Um, the, his little drawing that he does, uh, and, and kind of say, "Hey, look, this is how these things work." There's three little things on the bottom that kind of make the, the gravity shit, boosters. Yeah, the gravity boosters. Um, the way it's able to stand in a, in a form and then take off wherever the the top plane it's of chasing space is, a it gravity just distortion. So it's basically he was saying like it's almost like going. It's momentum. It's just. It's like going downhill. It's chasing that right. gravity distortion that's in front of the vehicle. So when he's talking about that, the way I imagine was the way uh, was thinking. I want to say it was Hawking's. The way he thought towards the end that a UFO would kind of pull from a location and pull itself. Through, I was going to mention that. that right. Instead of you going there, you're taking there to you. Yes, exactly. And that and would so, be like the fucking easiest and fastest way to move. That, that's what I'm saying. So it's you don't need to go light speed to go fast or to get somewhere quick. You would bend space with gravity waves. To you. And you're basically pinching space where you're um, lessening the distance between yes. you and the location. Right. And then you kind of just skip over. It's like, like if you think about it, if, if you're trying to think how this is, you think about if you're looking at Google Maps, right? And any state or any city you're in. And picture the point in the middle is you, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say there's a point in the middle, it's you. And you type in wherever you want to go, and that map just moved for you. And instead of you moving to the point, the whole map just, boom, there it goes. There, you're, you're there. You're bending the fabric of time and space to you. And that's, that's how... In science fiction, that's how everyone thought that you would be able to travel in a faster way. And then now we have a science that can explain that hey this is plausible there's no way you can go the speed of light uh first of all you need an infinite amount of energy but imagine right. going that speed any single little particle is going to destroy your whole ship how right. do you navigate going that fast anyways right. right and so even going the speed of light it's not feasible to say you're not going to be alive in ten thousand years right the that every ticket like star system mm-hmm. right even going to speed of light ten thousand years is still a chance so you need uh um uh, a uh, 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 Another form of, of traveling large distances is where you would spend, you know, mm-hmm. spend the space-time continuum, basically, right. and you just skip over to the spot, right? You just fold space, and there I am, and then yeah. unfold it, and then everything's all good. Exactly, again. yeah. And you're there. You say, I don't probably take you a second to get there. Yeah. Because that all you're doing... A second to get there. Dude. <laughs> I might be a second late. Oh, <laughs> like, that's too bad we're there. You're late, goddamn. You're late for Maybe a not 50 seconds early. <laughs> right. 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 Like, how dare you? <laughs> But it, it's it's amazing that to to think that anybody who grew up with science fiction and who grew up with watching Star Wars and Star Trek and and watching anything from like they came from outer space like any of these movies you you watch this and then you have this fucking again this science that can explain that hey look this is the way you can move and not have to not ever having to you know think about that is this ever going to be possible do you have now the a good i don't know a good way of saying that hey look 
by Bob Lazar, there's a very good chance that we might see it in our lifetime mm -hmm. that this shit is real. We might be able to see a ship go through space in our lifetime. And That's right. there, there's now committees talking about this, about building a fucking ship to travel through our own system. I mean, since now we have SpaceX and they're making more of this closer to reality to go to Mars, we're not talking about going to fucking Jupiter. We're not talking about going to... Go to another galaxy. Ga yeah. Go like, to another star system. Outside yeah. of the solar system. Solar system ain't shit when we have that technology. Right. And we can potentially find other beings, right? Maybe we I'm talking about tourism. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about the economics around it. Yeah, like that. I mean, you think about it. If you think, if you really think about it, if they would have released this technology to companies, that would be like a whole other, like a whole other job creating. You know what I mean? Yes. That's that's a whole other like thing to think about. And that that in itself could save the world economically, and uh, and put everybody to having money in their pockets. I mean, if you think about it, we're or moving. Or we're fuck moving money. to maybe we don't need money as a or that a source too. of um, what do you call it? money? Is a sense of it's money is a. Uh, it's a, tool. It's, a, it's a tool to like value people in an independent way instead of valuing people in the in, in a manner that's more. Uh, productive or in a more I don't know what's another word to say that like an, another like we value certain people right certain people make more money but do they really do much for society or for people right you know what I mean yes like a CEO makes millions of dollars while somebody else who's working for the community it's making actual changes and not really doing much like why should one person be valued more than the other person. You know what I mean? Um, but that's a whole other thing. That's a whole fucking other thing. I mean, we gotta go back to the bartering system and then we'll see who's right. really valuable. I'm sure you <laughs> for your show. Well, are we good? Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I hope that one day we're able to, to come out with uh, whatever Bob Lazar has and if he's able to put it out and put out something that is concrete and that can show us that yes, he's been right this whole time. We already know, we feel like based on the information that, that's given to us, that he is correct and he is right and whatever he has said before uh, has solidified him as a, an elite person in the UFO community. But, I mean, that's just my opinion. What do you guys think? What's that? What do you guys think? <laughs> so, for... No, I was reading... Closing thoughts. Um, the so, I was just going to say, the ZI reticuli, mm -hmm. start, it's only 39 light years away right. from Earth, which is not that far, so maybe they don't have to do the space... Bending or it, but they probably didn't. I mean, yeah, thirty-nine years is still a long time. It's like half our lifetime here. Um, for me, I think he, um, the way I interpreted it in nineteen eighty-nine, he did it because he thought that the government was going against the people, developing this technology, consulting with these aliens supposedly from right. the that they would take like star system, and so I think, like, it only takes one person to change. Um, somebody's paradigm right mm -hmm. the way you think the world actually works it's not just nuts and bolts there's actually shit that's going on that you're completely unaware of right and he was able to um he was able to um man up and actually expose th that part of the government mm -hmm. where they thought that nobody was gonna ever expose him and now look at it now we're talking about him 30 years later right there's there's um, the books on him he's getting interviews we're like Larry King and everything like it's blowing up right right 30 years later I think it's gone a movement 
And I think it's a positive movement. He's not making money. I think the movement, I think people are supporting him because of his lack of of being being out there in the public. Mm-hmm. I think he's actually like a messiah. Right. Without being ironically like, I don't want to be this guy. But the more that you stay you low, said, key, yeah. the, the more, more that you you're just growing in, in fame. Right. But in a good way, I think he'd be the guy. Yeah. Right? I think he'd be the guy to expose it even more and to develop this technology, hopefully in the future. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Pedro? Yeah, I mean, to piggyback off that, I agree because I think he's just like, he has everything to lose. Yes. I mean, he exactly. has lost a lot because right. he's lost or been discredited, right? Right. Um, he's been fine. He's been taken Like, I think he's it. confident that he's going to eventually be proven right. I mean, yeah. He's, what, like 60 now? I don't yeah. know if he's going to live to see it, but I mean, it's, it's starting to come out that, you know, that element 115 exists that you know we might have similar technology mm-hmm. um i just come across this thing where like it shows his uh, that he had presented a w2 right back uh-huh. in the day which shows um that he was employed by the united states department of naval intelligence there you go um which supposedly hasn't officially existed since a brief period during world war ii wow um so that kind of tells you it. It's almost like he was working for something that didn't even exist. Right. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to exist. It wasn't it was supposed, supposed to exist. To exist. Um, and now he has. He's got proof. Right. But I mean, I don't know. It's it's a little interesting because the more I look into it, the more it seems like this has been around for a really long time. Um, some of the the gravity technology that he talks about supposedly was around since like the time of the Nazis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, if you think about it, we brought a lot of the scientists over. Over, yeah. Because why? Because they, they had a lot of this the information. Block. They were developing the technology. They had it. Yeah. And then we created NASA <laughs> as a guise of, as the, the people's... The people, uh, yeah. The people's space program. Yeah. But what was actually going on was shit like this, Area 51, S4, yeah. and all these underground... Uh, so it was like probably their knowledge on that yeah. so that saved them I mean, we they were like well they're Larson, useful and Braun, um, yeah. the, we talked about the Glock uh, yes. before uh, so I mean this is some, this is something that definitely fits to the storyline that we've always talked mm-hmm. about uh, especially in the UFO community uh, you look at all these forums on Reddit and and uh, all the other forums online and you see a lot of people talking about this because they believe on the material that that's been put out they believe on the documents that have been presented by foreign nations and our own uh, come on you, you can't you can't just discredit everything that has been put out that people have talked about and especially people who work either with nasa at some point or work with the u.s government or work with any other government like i said before and and, and not just that not even going so far there's civilians that have seen shit in the sky you can't just discredit everyone sure there's some stories out there that there's people that just want to see and they want to believe but there's people out there that actually have yeah. actually seen you know i've been outside where i've seen some weird shit where you know you see what looks like a shooting star and then do a 90 degree turn like that and you're like and then go faster than when it was going before i'm like i'm just going inside yeah, it's just like, oh, shit, you know, and you kind of point it out, but, like, there's 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 people out there that definitely believe in this, and they definitely have the information. I just think it's just a matter of time before mm-hmm. something much bigger comes out. And uh, with that being said, I hope you guys like this episode. Please like and share. Uh, and, again, if you like to hear about anything else, hit us up in our comments, Facebook, Twitter, and our... Um, we have an Instagram, and hopefully we'll have 
the YouTube channel up soon, and it would, when the YouTube channel will definitely condense a lot of our episodes to a lot shorter, very brief, and it'll cut through a lot of the stuff that maybe you guys are not very interested in, but we'll definitely keep uh, entertaining, and we'll see you on the next episode. Laters. <laughs>